Yeah. Okay, where is it at right now? 9K, 10K? That's a lot of money. That's a huge rise. People are like, it was at 20K. Why is it, you know, but it's still holding steady at, you know, 8 to 9K. Now, even if it drops down to 5K, you're still seeing a what? 500% increase? 500% increase in one year is a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So, and even if it goes from 5,000 to 10,000, that's another 500%. Sorry, not from 5,000 to 10,000 is not 500%, but from that 100%, that's now 10,000, or sorry, 1,000% gain. If I give you one Bitcoin right now, and I told you not to look at it in five years, what would you guess the price would be? 100,000? Really? I mean... But how do you know? You see what I'm saying? Like, everybody's like, oh, like, the math will say this, the math will say that. Exactly. But right now, the math is improving that. So I would tell you... I think, I think because real-world events kind of... The people forgot about real-world events, regulation and... But we still haven't seen regulation. So what is really going to happen? I mean, honestly, there's no reason why the government can't say, like, Bitcoin is banned. We're going to make a crypto dollar. It's going to be backed by the dollar. Did you see the, did you see the post I sent? Which one? A cryptocurrency was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like, what if you... The government is crazy, right? I even read posts that... What if you created a new crypto dollar, then you put all the debt in the old dollar? Like, even in the show Mr. Robot, right? That's what they do. E-coin or whatever. Um, the... What happened... What ha- you should watch it. But what happens in the show is... These guys decide to... Um, hack like the wor- world's biggest conglomerate um, kind of database that keeps track of everybody's debts. They encrypt they encrypt the database so they can't have access to it, mm-hmm. and like they burn the paper records. So there's no record of any debts, and the whole financial system collapses or whatever. What comes out of it is Ecoin, mm. a currency that's backed by you know just them. By the hackers? No, like the conglomerate. They thought it would... They, okay, here's the interesting part. They thought by killing uh, their database or whatever, like the dollar would die. The dollar actually did end up dying. In the show. Yeah. People stopped believing in the dollar because it was such... It crashed markets, right? Like, we're talking about... Think about if Apple and Google, like, everything got hacked. Nobody had access to everything. But what came out of it was eCoin. And people started to believe in that. So the point is that thing that the e-coin made them stronger. Made who the conglomeration? Yeah. Made them stronger. So, I mean, if you look at it from a technical analysis standpoint, do you think the dollar is going to survive forever? I'm saying the paper dollar. It's going to be digitized it, it eventually. Huh? It already is. Not really. Yeah. I'm talking about no more circulating bills. Yeah, but where when you get paid in the paycheck? Where do they get? How do yeah, you get, yeah, I know. Okay, so I mean, when you print dollars, where's the actual activity? There's two things that are happening. You're actually printing out dollars for circulation, and then you're also printing out money in databases that are then distributed worldwide. But you always bring up how you need a, a what do you call? You need inflation. A good amount is healthy. Healthy inflation is good. But then cryptos, there's no inflation in cryptos. No, there is. No, there isn't. What are you talking about? What? Price is rising all the time. No, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about the supply. The price is different. That's not inflation. Because there's only always going to be a set amount. A set amount is going to increase each year. You can't guarantee these things with the dollar. What do you think about that, though? 
there's a lot of coins that literally that's what they state in their value prop right there's no inflation with it that proof of work all these things dedicated amount of this much this many amount of bitcoin is gonna come out this year i never fully understood why that's bad you do need some inflation right yeah i feel like we always have this talk about why uh you believe there shouldn't be a limited amount of currency i do but i don't i don't think I think at a certain point, having too much of a currency is bad. I do agree with that. Yeah. But do you think we could actually survive going on in the long term with, say, just uh, like 84, what is it, 21 million Bitcoin? Because technically, as the price rises, rises, right, you need less and less. And also, you can break down each Bitcoin into a million Satoshis or whatever, things like that. So actually, there are more is the point mathematically or whatever. But I mean, it makes sense. Like you said... I mean, we hardly see real cash anymore. I don't even have real cash in my wallet. So, um, I guess with, with something like Bitcoin, the value is really, really high. Maybe Bitcoin gets 100K or a million. That's one, right? Then you need really small amounts. And then maybe the whole economy will just turn into us switching these numbers back and forth. As long as people believe in it, it's going to survive. That's I mean, it depends, right? You have to see what would... What are the market events that would cause the rise of Bitcoin again? An economic collapse. Yeah. Which is possible from looking at where the economy is right now. Or at a very interesting standpoint, especially with Trump. Um, and especially with this uh, tariff policies. Like, that's not a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, the last time a president did this, we entered the, the Great Depression. You know, nobody can stay the leader forever. Whether it's Bitcoin or the the United States. Like, I don't think we've seen the fall of the United States for a really, really long time in terms of the, like, the superpower. But there are dangerous world leaders right now who I, th- I think they're sensing the opportunity. Like Putin, Kim Jong-un. I don't think he's dangerous. I actually respect him. No, they're dangerous. Dude, they're... they're Putin, cr- Putin, I don't. Oh, no, he's dangerous for sure, but I respect him. But do you think he's dumb or smart? Putin? Yeah. Putin is probably the smartest world leader. Think about it. He's creating the crypto ruble, like nation-state currency, but now it's not hedged against the dollar. That that, I'm noticing a lot of... What, what scares me is there's nothing stopping these countries from making their own cryptocurrency and then not have... I'm saying the reliance on the dollar goes down. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to the dollar? Value. Exactly, which is very dangerous for us. It's okay. You think so? Well, the marketplace, where, where is it going to move to? What? A oh, digital marketplace. Your marketplace isn't bound by. For people living in the United States, it would suck. I honestly think there's a very few amount of people in the world who actually know what, are ha- what is happening with Bitcoin. The true plans or... Whatever. It's true. You meet people now. Even I'll tell you, right? I'll be like, oh, Bitcoin is too uh, expensive to transact. But that's what I just see from the outside. But if you really look at the code and dig deep, 
or even if you talk about hey it's really expensive but how about the the um the strength of all the nodes the strength of the whole network there's nothing compared to that so then it's like maybe i don't know what i'm talking about it's expensive yeah because there's competition there's so many transactions so maybe that's a good thing you know what i mean obviously it's not scalable but we can't think like that now bitcoin's usable segwit is implemented and fees are down interesting that happened thing that happened is when the price went down the transaction fee went down so now bitcoin was usable again mm-hmm. so that's the other thing we're all counting you know based on whatever math and and what do you call it being rare scarcity that the value is going to go so high right but actually the truth is it's uh bitcoin makes more sense to use when it's cheaper when the price is cheaper right it's more usable wouldn't you rather have something like that but here's here's the thing bitcoin is still so volatile people are going to start to move to other things for to store their wealth and i think litecoin ethereum But here's the other thing, Ethereum can't go away. No, because it's a... It's too big now. The Ethereum Alliance. So Ethereum is never going to go away. But I'm at a crossroads between... Can you truly ban something? What, What does that mean, though? If the government says... If you use Monero like you can go to jail but what does that really mean? Like like I I feel like is it something is it something they say but can't actually uh follow through on. You know what I mean? How would they even go about prosecuting that? Are they going to prosecute you? I don't believe that. What's going to happen eventually? We've already seen changes since think about when we were in the market to now. Right you hear about South Korea uh, exchanges getting like subpoenaed and this and that and all kinds of crazy things. When the end they know that the, the governments can make more money with just keeping the things the way they are with What's more What's the end in mind? Huh? What's the end in mind? Yeah, I know. What's the end goal? What what what's Bitcoin's actual goal? Right. I think it's just an alternative. If you read the white paper, it doesn't say anything about destroying banks. It it points out some negatives and downsides, but it doesn't say anything about burning banks to the ground. It's just um it's just a, a alternative way that you can transact and it's I think it's an alternative like you don't need third parties and, and things like that. Still, I would like to talk to the creators of Bitcoin and ask them like, did you expect it to grow this large? Like what was it what was your goal? And why has that one wallet never been touched? The one with a million bitcoin? Yeah. What are they waiting for? Isn't kind of scary that somebody somewhere in the world right now knows about it. What are they not telling us? On but it it There's there's a, there are like millions of people in crypto now but why haven't we banded together to really make it a point to find out who the real creator is? Does it matter? Yeah. What? I think it does. Because um there's a lot of assumptions in Bitcoin or right? even in the white paper it, it 
it literally says it assumes that all the nodes are honest in the Bitcoin network. I mean, North Korea mines Bitcoin. They're technically a node. Are they honest? Depends what you define by honest. If you're talking about inside the network, honesty is like you're helping the network and approving the transactions or whatever and not attempting to uh, like overthrow the network. That's honest. If you're talking about honest for us, nation states, we put sanctions on North Korea. They're like, forget that. We're going to mine Bitcoin and fund our regime. That doesn't seem to like legit. You know what I mean? So many things here. It's like when the internet first came out, right? But but don't you think this was something different? No. Yeah, it does. Mm, no. You know why? Because think about what bit. What does what does digital currency do? That internet did as well. I mean, there are a lot of similarities. It's one but, word. Huh? It's one word. What efficiency? Connectivity. Boom. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all it does. Cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, no matter what you do, it allows one specific thing. The fastest, most efficient, most reliable form of connectivity. That's it. Yeah, but if you just digitize the US dollar, you would have that too. It would be fast. I think the really murky stuff it's because you're literally changing the fabric of how society works, right? We grew up, our, our parents told us, never trust a stranger. Airbnb, you live in strangers' houses. Uber, right. you get it in people's cars. And now it's so normal, right? Think about how crazy that is. They, told us, they told us not to do that. But what I'm saying is blockchain, what it's doing is it's changing the fabric of trust itself. How, people, how you trust things. Right? I think eventually, I was uh, listening to the radio and they were like, the medication you get from your doctor, you trust your doctor to give you the right medication. The, doc- the doc- doctor trusts the hospital, the hospital trusts the manufacturer. So much levels of trust that that pill in the bottle is that pill in the bottle. But then you take that pill in the bottle and I don't know, two years later you die and they figure out that that pill in the bottle was not legit. Now, who do you blame? Maybe everyone? Maybe the first central point? The point is, he was saying, with blockchain, you could hold everyone accountable. You could verify that that pill is what it is. And honestly, eventually, I think the way society works is if the technology exists, people start to demand higher expectations. Honestly, just think about the fact that you have Yelp, the fact that you have that that one app that you can uh, talk about what happens in the workplace anonymously. I mean, think about the way society and businesses work. They're so businesses are so scared to say anything. You can leave a bad review. What I'm trying to say is, people have voices, mm-hmm. and um, but do their voices actually matter? Yeah, they do. No, they do. Here, no, no, they do. Here, but here's my point. The reason I'm bringing this back is we can talk about a pill, right? Let's say you verify that it is a good pill, right? But how do you, as an end user, make sense of that? You don't know shit about pills. Yeah. So what does it matter to you? So what does it matter to you that it's on the blockchain and that you can verify it? No, wait, that, that doesn't matter to me. But it might matter to me if I can verify it myself. 
but not everybody can. Mm, that's so not true. What, no, but what I'm saying is, is that, okay, let me give you an example, all right? Let's say we digitize all the assets of Goldman Sachs, right? Yeah. And it's a public ledger now. So there's certain parts of it that are public, right? Let's say transactions per day. That information is public, right? Transactions, okay. Transactions per day. It's public. Yeah. Also within that, as you can see where all the transactions are going to and from, right? You're seeing how much was transacted and you're seeing um, time of the day, look, uh, you know, like speed, etc., all that shit. Tell me somebody you know who doesn't know much about blockchain and finances. Yeah, they, they wouldn't care though. That information doesn't matter to them. Yeah, it doesn't. Right. So the value proposition for something like this, for public blockchains, has to be for things that actually matter. Yeah. So voting systems, health yeah. records, orders, orders you're making, transaction records. But it get, it, it's weird though. The company doesn't, when you use Amazon services, I mean, you're using their services kind of, they don't really owe you that. They don't have to, they don't have to tell you that. You know what I mean? Who's going to make it accountable? Who's going to say that this needs to be on a public blockchain? That's, how are you going to answer that question? Who says what? Who is going to say that, hey, this has to be on a public blockchain. Amazon just goes, hey, uh, actually, no. I don't want it to be on a public blockchain. What do you do? You prosecute them for not putting it in the public? No. Then? I mean, have you, have you heard of the Civic Project? Well, their whole thing is creating digital identities that you have control over. So their whole thing is you can, you'll be able to log into sites. It's actually working right now without any usernames or passwords, because mm -hmm. to some extent, these things are only created to verify that you, that you are who you are. Otherwise, why would you need them? Right? So this, this uh, civic identity, I mean, you, you use face ID or your thumbprint or whatever, you put in your phone number, email, some other um, information, and then the combination of all of these comprise of your digital identity. Now, a place like a hotel or something to log into their site or whatever, rather than you creating a username and password and having them control those aspects of your identity, your credit card information, this um, organization, basically they're able to implement this API and Civic does the verification mm -hmm. that's on the blockchain. So what the, the point is, all the hotel cares about is they know who you are and you're verified. They not so, They want to store your information, but they don't need to. That's my point. And this thing is working right now. Like, the, it was really cool. I looked into the project uh, more deeply. So uh, the civic development community, so interesting the way they vote on things. So there's no centralized source that says, hey, we should do this, this, and this. Literally, anybody can kind of be a civic developer. Then you can vote on what you think. Like, you're given, like, five votes a week, and you can vote on what you think uh, should be like priority, like should we implement this API? Anyway, I was able to log into the whole thing using my civic identity through a QR code because they store your identity on the blockchain or, or whatever. 
But that that's a real use case. Maybe maybe like our our friends don't care about blockchain, but what if I just told them like like hey, are you tired of like getting hacked or something? Just use Civic. Like you just have to hold your QR code up, and you don't even need a username or password. I think they'd be down for that. And it's interesting. They're trying to push to partner with Twitter because Twitter has a huge bot problem, right? Mm-hmm. And with verifications. What if you could verify that everybody is who they say they are? I just saw a project called Hickey.io. Literally, they're making Tinder, but on the blockchain with the incentive mechanisms. It's a really good project, actually. You know, you know how many times I'm swiping? Come across this hot girl. I mean, hot bot. Match with her. Then there's a bot. Now I'm talking to a bot. Waste of time. Could have been matching with someone else. So I think projects like that do have... Now, whether they actually make it or not and people use it is another thing. But they, they got funded for $2 million. They have the ex-director of Tinder on their project. There's a lot of projects like this, literally, that you could go out and pitch that would work. Because nobody wants to address the current problem. You know what I mean? But then anybody can just go out there and make a project like this and then make money? That doesn't sound legit. What's, ty- type, in, type in blockchain. For... Just type in blockchain. I want to see. Let, let's look at the jobs. Oh, and no, indeed. No, yeah. <clears throat> I do this from time to time. It's ridiculous what um, blockchain social media manager. Social media the funniest thing is on LinkedIn everybody's calling themselves the expert because yeah I was like bro how can you be an expert in blockchain I'm not I'm far from an expert I don't even I hardly know right I mean oh what's cyber data see cyber (sighs) but the other kind of ridiculous and benefit wait go to wait what go up Product manager, crypto. Can we go up? Can we talk to them? Yeah. Let's see how much it's. Okay, see, look, there is no other place right now that will give you 100 to 300K. It Look, it literally says one just one year developing on Ethereum. Just Hold one. On, look at five plus years of enterprise experience with cryptography. I'm sure if Two I didn't have that, they would, be, they would be fine. Run smart contract and deploy them. Cryptography, bro? C++ desired Hyperledger experience Strongly desired It's desired I mean most Most uh, programmers Know C++ And where were you Looking for jobs Is this in LA Yeah If you type Blockchain around here It's more I'm surprised There's not more Why is there only 60 results In LA Not sure Product manager Right here Bro what does that even mean In blockchain What products are you managing Leadership focus, payroll, service platform and solutions. They literally ran out of things so they started to save stuff.
really they're looking for a blockchain enthusiast they're looking for an analyst for investment team 30 years full-time work experience in similar role I mean it's a Okay, but for blockchain developers, there's ridiculous amounts of money right now. Like, they will give you equity, they'll give you so much money. 100, 200k? I mean, people, I feel like people are becoming crypto millionaires left and right.